0: WABC breaking news, the FAA outage causing massive disruptions. Flights all over the United States late, canceled. Right now they're running this on both MSNBC and CNN. And I can't help but think China, right? I mean, this may be nothing. It may be some some glitch. But when you start to see this, a massive FAA outage causing massive disruptions, Flights across the country, China, Russia, these two things come to mind right away. Maybe the conspiracy theorist in me, I don't know. But that's what I'm thinking. Once again, breaking news, FAA has grounded a ton of flights, a system outage all across the country. With that said, I bring in the man who hosts Cats at Night, 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon. The Cats Roundtable, 8 a.m. every Sunday morning. The man himself, I love him dearly, and the owner of this great radio station, John Katz And John, I know you. You got to be thinking the same thing as me. All these flights, this massive outage. Are you thinking China, Russia, some type of foreign attack? Said anything is possible. Uh, I mean, uh,
1: it seems like that—that's the first thing we think about these days, and—and and, uh, it's just. It's just sad. I mean, I I hear that our WABC phone systems were out for a little while last night. Yeah. Were they? Yes, they were.
0: We were down for about two minutes last night. We had phone difficulties yesterday morning, but the station basically was off the air for about two minutes at about one o'clock in the morning. So, yes, we've had those difficulties here as well, John.
1: Well, you know, they were. Uh, I think our engineer was blaming Verizon. Uh, it, uh, it very well be Verizon. Like, You know, you you, you scratch your head. You know, I spent the whole day in Buffalo yesterday, and it's so different. It's so different. There are a lot of hardworking people in Buffalo, but they have no clue what we're talking about sometimes (laughs) day-to-day in in, in New York City. Wow. Uh, It's a different life. Completely different. Uh, Yep, yep. Uh, You know, we worry about terrorism. We worry about uh, uh, getting to work. We're worried about so many things. They have a different mentality. They're worried about going, making it through the day, and and, uh, they're worried about their immediate community. Uh, And uh, beautiful people, wonderful people. Uh, But it uh, it just put in my mind, there is a difference. Uh, And people have told me that, but until you experience it, uh, people in Washington,
0: people in New York... We're, we're worried about different things than the people in the rest of the country. No, there's no doubt. In Buffalo, they worry about uh, the weather. I mean, they've had some horrible snowstorms. They worry, believe it or not, about whether the Buffalo Bills are going to win a football game on a Sunday. That is deeply invested in that community. And they worry about putting a, a loaf of bread on the table because a lot of those folks don't make a very good living unless you're Kathy Hochul. So let's get to Kathy Hochul, the governor. Her state of the state yesterday, John, You know, you know this. Fracking doesn't exist in New York. Cuomo decided that even before Hochul. I don't understand it. It makes no sense. It makes us energy independent. It means a ton of jobs, a ton of money. Once again, another state of the state, and nothing really in there that says to me, energy, the issues, are going to get any better here in New York. What did you hear? Well, what I'm disappointed in is that she didn't
1: put her foot down uh, with the State Assembly and the State Senate to get uh, Mayor Adams more help and to clear up this crime situation right. in New York City, uh, which uh, people are suffering. The 8.5 million people in New York, the 12.5 million people in, in in greater New York, Long Island, were suffering from this bail law. Uh, and uh, she didn't put a foot down. And she could have put a foot down when it came down to the raise. Instead of signing on to the raise, then then she should have said, "Okay, I'll give you the guys the raise, but you got to fix bail reform and, and you got to fix a few other things." And uh, let's see what happens. You know, it could be said that uh, both both sides are playing the violin. What do I mean by that? And said, "Okay, let's take it down to the wire and we'll make a deal the last minute." Uh, including that judge, that Hispanic judge. I'm surprised that the Hispanic community is not making a bigger deal out of it. Yeah. The judge that's supposed to go into the appeals uh, court. Because yep. uh, uh, there is no high-ranking uh, Hispanic official to that effect. Uh, but let's see what happens. What, what the state Senate is saying, oh, let me tell my people I'm going to put my foot down. But we'll settle at the end. That's what you call the violin is playing mm. and they'll, they'll settle later.
0: What, what say you? No, listen, I'm glad you mentioned my friend, the mayor, Eric Adams, uh, as I continue to be vilified every day, social media, phone calls to the station, even some of your own hosts that take me to task, John, for buddying up to the mayor. I don't care. I don't care. I want to fix this city. And I know in his heart of hearts he wants to do the same thing. Now, he's got to be careful. He can't just go up to Albany and go scorched earth on Stuart Cousins and Heasty and Hokel because, quite frankly, he needs money for other things in this city outside of crime. While crime is the most important issue, there are other things in this city that he needs money for, and they'll screw him. They won't give it to him. So he's in a very tough uh, situation because he wants to fix it like you and I do. But he doesn't have the authority to do it. And if he just goes berserk on these people, then we're totally screwed. You understand what I'm saying, right? Uh, Absolutely. But I do think
1: uh, that that's the number one thing. People don't want to take the subways. People don't want to uh, take buses. They don't want to come to work because some some of them are very scared.
0: Well, they should be because it is scary out there and it is getting better in certain stats. Less shootings, less murders, but subway crime is not getting much better. Hate groups, uh, you know, the hate crimes on Asians and Jews are at an all-time high. So there are some indicators that things are getting better, but not nearly enough. I couldn't agree more with you on that. But, you know, you look at uh, the, uh, even the, um, the, the, the supermarket stuff in the New York Post. Yesterday, John, I was fascinated by this. You were in the paper yesterday, you and Dominic, talking about how many folks steal stuff from your Gristidi stores. And it's quite a bit, yes? What, what I've said to people,
1: if a person is hungry and they're stealing a loaf of bread, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to put them in jail. Right. But if they're professional shoplifters, and they go in and steal hundreds and hundreds of dollars in product to resell it to somebody. Don't go directly to jail. Do not pass go. I mean, I'm going to give you two statistics. The new, the latest statistics: 335 shoplifters, according to the NYPD. 335 shoplifters had 33,000 arrests. Jeez. Oh,
0: my God, is that
1: at right? At what point? <laughs> I mean, at what point you say enough is enough? <laughs> I mean, come on. And oh. and the other and the other and the other one uh, that uh, the other statistic that uh, three thousand three hundred uh, uh, criminals are, are responsible violent criminals uh, for violent crime. You know, I told you I don't care about love for bread. How about violent crime? 3,300 of them are responsible for 97%, 96% of the violent crimes wow. in New York City. Now, the State Assembly, the State Senate, why are they supporting 3,300 criminals
0: and not supporting? Eight and a half million New Yorkers. Great question. You tell me. No, that is that is a great Excuse question. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous, John. You're right. I mean, such a minimal amount of people compared to the millions and millions that live and work here, and yet they cater to those folks rather than us. There is no logical explanation. Now, I do owe you a piece of congratulations. You know how close I am to the state of Florida. Lived down there for 16 years, Boca Raton. And uh, I keep up with all your business dealings, John, because you're a good friend of mine. And uh, this new, beautiful high-rise building in St. Petersburg, it is not easy to get $250 million these days. So congratulations. uh, What is the latest with the new Katsimatidis high-rise in St. Petersburg?
1: Well, we were building it regardless of, of, of borrowing the money or not borrowing the money, which is the good news. Uh, but we hope to be have it finished by the spring of 2025. Wow, uh, the tall, the tallest condominium on the west coast uh, of, uh, uh, of Florida. And the the one thing I argued my own guys about, my own people, <laughs> I wanted uh, on the roof. I wanted a beautiful club. People could go up there, look at the stars. People could go up there and enjoy the sunshine. And they say, oh, boss, it's going to cost an extra $3 million. I said, damn the $3 million. I want a beautiful building. Right. If you're already spending I say, it. I want a beautiful building right. that, that people, that I'll be proud of.
0: Well, they obviously uh, did what you wanted them to do. If you're spending hundreds and hundreds of millions on a building, what's another $3 million? Uh, John, is, is that John, a. The, the it? number it's $400 million is the five. $400 million. million. So is, are those rentals or you buy those? the the condos. But what
1: I'm thinking of doing is buying, like, 40 of them on my own and renting those
0: out. I love that. It's that way people oh. have a, the they can do it both ways. Right. So on the way out, you know, uh, for months now—not for months, but for about a month, you know, I, I've gone back. I was the guy that initially was very, very tough on Mayor Adams. You know that. I even swayed Bernie to, uh, to get tough on Mayor Adams. That was me more than Bernard. But, you know, I've turned the page, and now I work with the guy. I'm trying to fix stuff. But back at the, uh, at the gala where they honored John, you, and Margo, deservedly so, at Frank Siller's Tunnel to Towers Gala, I walked in, and the first person I saw was Cindy Adams. And she was yelling at me, John, what are you doing, hanging out with the mayor, blah, I said, Cindy, Cindy, sweetheart, I want to see the city get better. And I'm going to tell you something. If you sit down with the mayor, you're going to find out he's actually a pretty good guy. And what do I read in the New York Post Monday morning? Adams with Adams. Cindy Adams, dinner with Mayor Eric Adams. How about that, John Katzimatidis? Well, they're part of the Adams family. They're related. <laughs> they're, the whole time Eric they were happens
1: related. happens to be the side. <laughs> Eric, Eric happens to be the darkest side of the family. What's wrong with
0: that? That's funny. That is funny. Now, I was glad to see she did that, and, and now I believe—I don't know—you know better than I do, John. But I believe she probably feels a little different about the mayor than she did two weeks ago. Yes.
1: Look, we got to support this guy because he's our only hope right now, and the the, the people in Albany—we have to put our foot down, and they have to realize that we want to be safe, and uh, and we're going to start naming names
0: of the, peop- the leadership in Albany that's not keeping us safe. It's the only way to do it. You've got to shame these people publicly. Well, listen, thank you for hopping on, as you always do, John, early with me this morning. It was a great appearance. We'll all be listening at 5 o'clock this afternoon to your great show, Cats at Night. We love you, John that Great job. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. There he is, John Katz and Matitis. Check him out every weekday afternoon, 5 o'clock, Katz at night. And he does a great show Sunday mornings at 8 a.m., Katz Roundtable.